From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike Douglas here. Welcome wherever you are around the world. Great to have you here on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Even those pieces, uh, play, uh, people in places we can't pronounce, you know. That, <laughs> or spell. Or spell or, or whatever. <laughs> but great to have you with us. And uh, God, this is going to be a fun night. It is. You, you know, bet. because God provides us with uh, great opportunities to serve others. And we're going to be re- rehearsing mm-hmm. some of those unique opportunities tonight. And, and also want to talk a little bit about a, a great time we had on Saturday. <sighs> in the airport neighborhoods of Modesto, about 400 volunteers from local churches uh, braved the triple-digit uh, heat and cooked out there, but they were whacking weeds <laughs> and painting out their feet. Orin's reliving Saturday and, now. <laughs> and uh, and Orin is having post-traumatic syndrome stuff happen here after Saturday. <laughs> yeah. We've got a doctor in the house, so maybe we can treat him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll be talking Candy's about... Going, no, I don't, I'm not that kind. <laughs> We'll be talking about that and more right now, though. Let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. VOM sources tell us that intelligence officers in Iran have set up a sort of sting operation to entrap Christian webloggers. Mazahir, once active in internet evangelism, was contacted by a man who claimed to be an underground church pastor. He invited Mazahir to witness the baptism of a new convert. It was a trap. Plainclothes officers handcuffed and blindfolded Mazahir and two other Christians and took them to an unknown location. At last report, two bloggers remain in custody and several Christian websites have been dismantled. How far will anti-Christian forces go in Iran? Read more reports of deception and harassment at persecution.com. Just a reminder, friends, to keep our brothers and sisters in prayer. And many of these third world countries where being a Christian, things, things that we just uh, take for granted, being able to pray together, being able to talk about our faith together, uh, being able to talk about having different faiths together, uh, in other parts of the world can get you arrested, persecuted, or worse. And uh, so just keep our brothers and sisters in prayer across the world. And uh, now on the legal front, let's check in with our friend Brad Dacus. It's time for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. 
There's encouraging news for those of us who have been concerned about the potential reinstatement of the so-called Fairness Doctrine, which would be used to silence conservative and Christian talk radio. Now this week, in a case upholding FCC decency rules, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas wrote in a concurring opinion that the Fairness Doctrine is a, quote, deep intrusion into the First Amendment rights of broadcasters. I couldn't agree more. That's why the Pacific Justice Institute will be ready, if and when the Fairness Doctrine is reinstated, to challenge it in the court all the way to the Supreme Court, if necessary. I'm Brad Dacus. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. You know, remember, friends, that uh, the Pacific Justice Institute does pro bono work for a lot of churches and faith-based organizations, everything from uh, dealing with zoning issues uh, for churches to uh, lawsuits that are filed against churches to the San Diego case of uh, the, the people trying to sue to take the cross off the mountain. You know? so, and all of that is done pro bono, so your help is, uh, is needed. Check out their website again. It's www.pacificjustice.org. Let's take a quick look at the uh, Volunteer Center of the United Way, some opportunities for you to serve. A Day of Hope, I kind of like that name. There you go. They're having a car wash fundraiser the first and third Saturdays of each month through October 17th between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. at the City Bank on Gear Road in Turlock in the parking lot area. There volunteers are needed to help wash and detail cars uh, for money uh, for needy families. Groups are welcome. Refreshments provided for volunteers. Monetary and non-perishable food donations are greatly appreciated. And those items can be dropped off when you get your car washed. Now, A Day of Hope is a program of the CSU Stanislaw Foundation that distributes baskets of food and turkeys to families in need at Thanksgiving. You know, you try to wash my car, and I'll be in therapy <laughs> for a year. That's, oh, a, that's a, a bad experience. Whole another story. Whole another story. You yeah. bet. You know, and, and this is a, a great, great cause, so we want to uh, encourage you, if you like to get out there and get a little exercise and a, a great cause to help a lot of people. Thanksgiving time will come around a lot quicker than mm. you think. And uh, right on the heels of that, of course, is uh, Christmas. The Friends of the Modesto Library Half-Price Community Book Sale will be held at the Modesto Library Auditorium Thursday, May 28th through 30th. Actually, this is uh, happening. And they're inviting the public to shop this fun event. Um, Parents, grandparents, teachers, and the community are invited to give wings to their children with the gift of reading at half price. Now, volunteers ages 18 years and older, Al, we qualify. Al might qualify for that. (laughs) Are needed to help (laughs) set up (laughs) on Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Your toys? Hey, we all have a few, don't we? Uh, Volunteers ages 18 and older needed to help set up on Wednesday, May 27th at 10 o'clock in the morning uh, to assist shoppers throughout this event. That might be a lot of fun. You can meet people of all ages there. And uh, from children, we go to seniors and uh, spending time uh, with seniors and gaining new friends. We love this one. Local care homes and uh, facilities, convalescent hospitals, retirement uh, places throughout Stanislaw County are seeking friendly visitor volunteers to take an active role 
and the lives of senior citizens. I love this one. There is no end to the wonderful relationship uh, and fellowships that, that can happen uh, when you do this. And uh, if you have any questions. Not that there are any seniors here at the Lighthouse Light table. Probably. Uh, well, I know that uh, three out of uh, five. <laughs> and I'm still tipped I'm at the one. AARP <laughs> for sending me all that mail. Well, you know, and that will just continue. I'm in denial. Just let me be there. You know? <laughs> right. Denial oh, is not God. a rumor, right? <laughs> if you have any questions about any of these opportunities with the Volunteer Center of the United Way, please contact Barbara Borba. She loves to hear from you at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, 209-524-1307, extension 113, or email her at bborba at uwaystand.org. Actually, we love the ARP. You know, we have partnered we with do. the ARP. Absolutely, um, we do. To to uh, last uh, over the last uh, oh year and a half, we built seventeen to twenty uh, wheelchair ramps and utility ramps for people who can't get out of their mobile homes and and such. So we thank the ARP for their uh, support and providing the materials for that. So I'm just being a little facetious in my old cranky senior well, years. Well, you have I that guess. right uh, when you get. Old and cranky. Yeah. Have that right to do. That. By the way, I didn't introduce everybody. If you're listening to Lighthouse Live, Mike Douglas here, along with our producer and co-host Elaine Harlan. See, the short-term memory thing is going already. Hey, and of course, uh, with us, our, faith, <laughs> our faithful predecessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl Al Ramsey. Yes. You know, we have another opportunity, Mike, here to pass along uh, for uh, opportunities for our volunteers to think about and serve the Mary Ann Sanders School is coming up with their Sanders Country Fair. And that's happening on May 29th. It's a Friday night from 5 to 8, and they need volunteers. They have three shifts uh, to serve, uh, starting at 4.45 through 6, and the second shift is 5.45 to 7 p.m., and the third shift is 6.45 to 8 p.m. And uh, they have volunteers serving in two areas, taking tickets for food and taking tickets for games. There's no money involved in this. It's all ticket-driven. And uh, if you are interested in serving in this capacity, you can contact uh Janai, she's at 403-5515. Again, that's area code 209, and the phone number is 403-5515, or you can email her at g-l-e-i-t-i-n-g at yahoo.com. And if you have uh, any further questions, you can always contact us here at uh, 209-544-9571. This will also be posted on our ABC website. So uh, you might want to consider uh, an opportunity in serving in that area. You might want to mention where we're going to be Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night, uh, ABC will be at Shelter Cove Community Church here in Modesto. If you know where uh, FunWorks is, and, and if you have kids, I know you know where FunWorks is. In fact, <laughs> Dr. a lot Andy of saying yes, I do know that. A lot of my money over the years knows where FunWorks is, <laughs> thanks to our brother uh, Ross Bryles. But a great, great place to to frequent. Anyway, across the street is is where Shelter Cove uh, is. Uh, they're on uh, Coffee Road and and uh, just. Um, 
ask you, if you uh, attend there, to drop by and visit us. We'll be uh, participating in the prayer time uh, just before the offering. We'll have an exhibit there for ABC volunteers mm-hmm. Saturday night. And then uh, we'll also have some uh, folks there on Sunday morning as well. It'll be great for you to drop by and say hi. Love to see you. And yeah. on the 31st, uh, we'll be at Sherwood Bible Church hey. in the morning. Uh, apparently, I didn't traumatize the people too badly last time I was there. <laughs> and we did get invited. But, but this is this is a cool thing. Uh, on that particular Saturday, uh, Sunday at Sherwood Bible Church, it's the Marketplace Prayer Morning. Whoa. It's uh, that Sunday of the month when Sherwood Bible Church, we gather there for worship, and then we go out, and whatever your marketplace is, wherever God has planted you, whether it's uh, in, in, a, in an employment situation that you want to go to and pray over that, or whether it's your neighborhood, whether it's a local school that you want to prayer walk, whatever it is, they take that morning, that last Saturday, uh, last Sunday, and uh, they prayer walk and pray for their particular sphere of influence. And so I'll be mercifully short in my comments that morning. And uh, then we're going to go out and prayer walk. Awesome. Uh, and so it'll be a fun time. Again, that's Sherwood Bible Church. They start at uh, 1030-ish. 1030-ish in, uh, <laughs> in the morning. Uh, again, that's Sunday, uh, May 31st. Oh, you didn't traumatize the congregation. You just traumatized your staff. Yeah, that's well, there you go. <laughs> we want to mention with the heat, you know, you might turn on the AC if you have one. And uh, if yours works properly, so oftentimes in the heat of things, we at ABC hear from those who do not have uh, that luxury of flipping the thermostat or pushing the button. And those in mobile home units are uh, pressure cookers or yes, boiler rooms. Are. And we just want to remind you that uh, this time of the year uh, where we are needing donations of working window units, uh, ACs, water coolers, and fans. And if you have working units to donate, please give us a call. We would love to uh, take those donations off your hands and bless those who do not have those. And you can give us a call, and we'd be glad to make those arrangements. You know, the sad thing is there are so many seniors who have been abandoned by their families, or their families live far, far away. They're living in these, you know, metal boxes, and you get into triple digits, and a lot of them are from the generation that says, even if I had an air conditioner, I'm not going to turn it on because it costs money. And they literally cook in there. And it's very interesting, um, if if you look at Mm -hmm. those who have died, because of heat-related uh, problems, they're mostly older men, yes. mostly older men. Single. Yeah, single yes. older men who, you know, kind of been abandoned. Nobody's looking out for them. And we encourage you, if you're near a mobile home park, you have uh, some relatives there or whatever, drop in, say hi, see how they're doing. And, uh, boy, if, if you can donate a, a fan and, and especially an air conditioner unit, <gasps> Uh, that can actually save lives this time of year. You know, the the hot temperatures, they're here. I mean, even if yeah, they're absolutely. cooling off in the next few days, we're, we're, in the, we're going to be in the midst of, of the summertime. So give us a call, 209-544-9571, 209-544-9571. We will make those connections. You may uh, want to help deliver uh, the fans and the air conditioners to mm. those homes. So we will gladly uh, connect you to those opportunities. Well, just coming back from a gathering as we did this past week with servants of this city, blessing the lives of many in what we refer to as the airport neighborhood or district uh, in our area, it's it's just kind of fitting that we would have a couple of volunteers, uh, volunteer extraordinaires as uh, 
as I sometimes call them, uh, on Lighthouse Live tonight. These two men, uh, before tonight, I don't think they've ever met uh, each other, but it's, uh, they both Who have hearts. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you anyway? It's, uh, they both have hearts to serve, and uh, I guess it's their willingness uh, to love their neighbors uh, as they love themselves. And uh, Dr. Andy Fletcher. Uh, comes to us from a church. When we say the Eric Davis Church, it's kind mm. of a, an in-house thing, but uh, uh, isn't it? Eric was like no other. And, and Andy, you, you know Eric very well. His legacy uh, lives on, and, and uh, it's just a, a tremendous uh, joy to have you here tonight. And, oh. of course, his wife, Heather, you know her and her family very well. And thank you. Uh, Andy, and uh, if we can call you Andy, we'd yeah, definitely. We call I just appreciate the time you're here and your scrubs and everything from work. And of course, you just came from Maui too, and yes, you, well, of course, you have your Hawaiian shirt. I came on. with the spit flying behind me. Just, <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah, for being thank you here for having me. with us. Uh, Without a doubt. Tell us about yourself. Uh, you know, I, I know that Heather speaks very highly of you, and. And, of course, you've been a wonderful volunteer here since you began at AVC. And I guess Eric just kind of ushered your, your church in. You come from Central Valley Presbyterian Church. We yeah. love you guys. Well, yeah, thank you. We, uh, we still miss Eric Davis a lot. Mm. But, uh, so do we. <laughs> we uh, I've, I've been in town since 95. I think the first time I heard about AVC was, I guess, uh uh, seven years ago, six years ago, uh, yeah. Pastor Mike came by the Rotary Club oh, of Modesto sure. and uh, actually shared the table with him and uh, heard the just heard the ministry and I was pretty uh, pretty excited to hear what was going on. And at the time, uh, Central Valley Presbyterian wasn't even around. Mm. Uh, so when it got started, that's when I told the guys around the table prior to uh, prior to even getting ministry off the ground that. There was a way we could serve the community uh, with a, a ministry that was already working. So I've kind of been an advocate for finding where God's working and joining him there wow. yeah. rather than yeah. creating something brand new. Mm-hmm. So that's where it started. And Eric, uh, he ran with it. Mm-hmm. And just the mention of it, and next thing I knew, nothing official church-wise, but I'd hear that Eric was working in someone's house or delivering something or picking something up. and. Yeah. People. Um, he gave people <clears throat> rides to medical appointments. Yeah, he and, and not only that, but what Eric did, which was, you know, the, well, that was five years ago. I say, catching up to the story, uh, a year and a half ago, uh, you know, uh, as a benefit for Eric, but not for us, uh, the Lord took him home. Mm-hmm. And one thing we heard over and over again at his funeral was how he instilled that into his children. So. Mm-hmm. That's really, you know, to see the next generation, he's got, he had six children and a couple in the teen years and a a few little ones. And so as he, as we went through his funeral, we just wondered who was going to pick up the ball. And uh, it's been fun to to do that. And really just to, I kind of look at myself more as a director uh, than a, maybe a a, uh, big history of hands-on. I've just been directing people. I see the needs and try and connect the dots absolutely so, absolutely and a lot of times i'm connecting them with eric's kids <laughs> because i have uh you know this handful our church is a huge huge families and probably 75 percent are kids under the age of 20 mm-hmm. and so i uh, i read the needs page like i did this morning and said oh there's uh, 
think today there was a yard work in Houston and yard work in Modesto, mm-hmm. and I said, I've got the muscle. All I just right. need to connect oh. those. So that's for the last year. You know, my home page on my computer is the ABC Needs page, so oh, every day I can just check awesome. it. And uh, that's a pretty simple way to be involved. That's great. Well, and, and you know what the neat thing about Eric, uh, you know, some people just have the DNA uh, to serve. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, it wasn't work for him. That's what he did naturally. And and I think Central Valley Presbyterian, too, started with that kind of DNA, you know, concerned about uh, about the community. Eric's uh, two children that he adopted uh, right right before God took him home were from Liberia, weren't yeah. they? Orphans. Yeah, from right? Liberia. Yeah. Yes. Joe and Gabby. Awesome story. Yeah. What, what a guy. Yeah, and a, really a vision, again, of our church is to serve widows and orphans. And practically that worked out in their family to travel to Liberia and adopt two orphans. Right. Now, practically, it's the ministry of our church to minister to his widow and mm-hmm. their yes. their whole family, but yeah, it's it's uh, it, you're right. Some people have it in their DNA. One one thing that was very easy for us was to say, hey, we're we're too small of a church to maybe create a a ministry to the homeless <coughs> on our own. Uh, we just maybe didn't have the manpower. We didn't have a um, maybe the resources to create a an outreach program. Yet, you know, again, with for our church, looking at where ABC has needs. And it's just so convenient to look up and say, hey, here's a need we can meet. I'm thankful someone's gathering all the info. Mm. And uh, we can, you know, fill that fill that need every time. So we have, uh, I have no end to my list of volunteers. Amen. <laughs> and again, it's a lot of them, it's the under 20 crowd. I can grab these, a group of teenage boys and say, I need you to drive to Patterson to pick up this crib, to drop it back off. For Elaine at ABC, can and you do that for did. me? Exactly. Yeah, and they'll, within the end of the day, it was done. So it Amen. was just wonderful. And you talk about Andy picking up the ball and running with it. No sooner did we post a need on the website that a family needed firewood in the midst of a cold oh, yeah. winter, then you were there. Not only did you, you know, I could see you out there chopping down no, the wood, but no, you no. loaded it up and you <laughs> delivered it. Baby, you were right there. No, the credit goes that that goes to Riverbend, Riverbend Ranch. They're, they're uh, Eric and Lisa Kelgard. Their family has uh, a ton of mm. uh, walnuts. So. I looked. I was out there the other night, and I saw uh, cords and cords of seasoned walnut wood. I said, "Hey, <laughs> we're ready next winter at ABC." So now that now that it's Goodness. on air, they're officially on the road. All right, from there you go. But you know, the deal was again. They just they grabbed their kids. They have eight kids, and uh, uh, they grabbed their children and said, "Let's load up this wood," and they get it done. You so. know, that's Pastor Mike. You know, we talk about inculcating our children with this this serving. That's that's living it out. That's walking it out, isn't it? Well, and you know, more is, is caught than taught often. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. both our guests today, Oren and Andy, uh, you know, you, you guys are, are predisposed to making connections and, and using the, the time, treasure, and talents that God has given you uh, to benefit others. And our, our kids are watching us. The neighborhood, literally, neighborhood kids today. are watching us. They're yeah. literally watching. Yeah. Absolutely. Yours especially right now. Look Your at assistant him. is here, Abigail. What a beautiful daughter she is, too. We're so glad that you're here uh, today as well, Abigail. Thank you for joining your dad. She's a lovely <laughs> assistant. And Oren Woods, any relation to Tiger? 
Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody in my pocket. <laughs> that's, right. that's why I volunteer. You know, we met Oren at a meeting, and that's why I love networking. You know, we, we network with over 90 organizations and other ministries within this area, and that's the beautiful thing that comes out of doing that is that these relationships develop because you were looking for a place to serve, and you found AVC, and you just hit the road. You jumped in with both feet, and it was just history in the making. You found well, people that you connected with. And here's guy, just, he walks into the meeting, you know, and, and immediately I'm going, man, this guy gets it. You know, we, <laughs> at AVC, we talk a lot about getting it. You know, I mean, some people you have to, you talk about the church getting outside the four you know, wall, for outside of his four walls, outside the four walls of your house to go serve the needs of others. And they, some people get glassy-eyed, you know, and, and you just know you're not getting through. Blank, uh, blank. I'm listening to Oren's story, you know, and his, his daughter's sitting next to him, and he's he's talking about, you know, he's got uh, some some houses in his neighborhood, you know, that need some attention, and he's out there doing it. And I said, Man, we got to meet Oren, you know, <laughs> and, and as God would have it. Or I think we were parked next to each other and and uh, and got to meet. But uh, and Oren came out with us uh, Saturday as we were yes. in the airport neighborhood and and uh, oh, yeah. survived. Uh, Ooh, I know, was it was 103 degrees out there or something. Uh, was it? Yeah, it's 100. Well, I guess it was 107, but they didn't count the dust. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm t- talking like Rudolph. <laughs> Bless your but heart. I just think that. The Holy Spirit is 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 gonna grab you. I mean, you have no choice. When God calls you, you're gonna go. Mm. What else are you gonna do? You gonna sit down? No, you're gonna get up and go. And that's that's uh, that's my main focus is trying to get people to get out of the house. No matter if it's mm. storming, <laughs> too hot, just give some effort, and God will reward you. A blessing is 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 it's more than anything. If anybody ever had Got blessed. Got blessed. They would know. And some some people get blessed. They don't even know they got blessed. You know. Because you get so much more by serving, don't you? Oh yeah, your your soul feels good. Have you seen people walking around with no with no souls in their you know their body? That's sad because no one told them. Hey, look, there's a way to get out of this. Mm -hmm. You know, we were out there cleaning up. I was out there witnessing to people because. A lot of people are there. Is they want to know about God? They know. Wait, let's let's back that up. People know a lot about God outside the church, okay? But there's no one there to help them, to guide them, you know. And there's just pride that comes in, Mm -hmm. and and that's what people suffer is the pride. Oh, I'm too proud to do that. Come on, put your alcohol down just for a week, (laughs) And, and pick up a hammer. And I've done that since I had moved out here in Modesto and did it ever since I was in the Bay Area. Is I felt that you have, regardless of what that person is next door, if he has a, a bad soul, God will God will change him. Mm. He will get changed, either outside the society or in prison. One of the two, he's going to get changed. Well, and, and God chooses to use us as the connection. Exactly. You know, he could he could zap people into eternity, but it's not the way he chooses not to do it. He uses way. he uses us as his conduits. In order for us to be good conduits, we have to connect. 
you know, and it is so easy. I, I don't know uh, your experience, Oren, on Saturday, but a lot of people said, you know, the neighbors came out. Yes. Some were, were helping. You know, some neighbors were sitting on their porch watching it all happen and saying, uh, cool, you know, you're fixing my yard. But others others actually got out and, and helped. There was, uh, as we scattered around the neighborhood, you know, just talk about God connections. There was this one alleyway, and uh just the grass was literally about four and a half feet tall. Yes. The house had been abandoned. So I'm, I, I stopped in my car, and I'm looking at it and making some notes. And all of a sudden, boom, this guy pops out of the weeds. You know, just... <laughs> was he laying in the weeds? He was laying John just as like John, yeah, or, or John the Energizer Bunny. He was laying in the weeds. Boom. You know, it just kind of scared me there. Boom, he pops up out of the weeds. Yeah, you see I now. said, man, that's either a big gopher or... <laughs> Or that homeless Glad guy's been sleeping. you didn't hit sleeping. him over the head with the shovel. No, no, I didn't want to know. I was just in the car. and So anyway, I, I said, I reached out my hand outside the car. I said, hi, I'm Mike Douglas. He says, hi, I'm Hank Williams. I said, no, 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 really, my name's Mike Douglas. He says, well, my name's Hank Williams. So what's wrong with you? Anyway, we... The poor guy, the poor guy is sleeping. You know, that's where he lives. He lives sleeping in the weeds there in that abandoned house. And I said... You know, we're we're going to come by here in a couple of days, and we're going to cut all this down. He says, good, that's really itchy. You know, so, but, you know, it's the way God provides yes, you with those yes. opportunities to talk. And, Absolutely. and man, you hear people's stories, and, and the point is that you can point them towards a hope. Or in, and, and if we're not out there and we're not making a physical connection with people, that hope's not getting transmitted well, right? Yeah, a lot of a lot of people out there in all the neighborhoods. You guys, I mean, I don't know who I'm talking to in the, in the air. You're talking to a lot of people <laughs> everywhere. But don't don't close yourself in in that house. There's people if they think like you. Obviously, you're listening to this program. But if they think like you that you want to go out there and do something, volunteer, you will be surprised. You go to a place that they volunteer, and you'll see uh, you'll see your neighbor actually involved in that involved in that so i mean you'd be surprised there's a lot of people that think just like you things are happening sin is everywhere there's there's things being done that you don't like in your neighborhood but you're not a prisoner in your neighborhood mm. you can come out of your neighborhood mm. right you can make your neighborhood better than what it is um, but that's it <laughs> that's pretty simple huh and yeah. you know these people <clears throat> for the most part, by and large, welcomed the people who were serving into uh, their neighborhoods. They were glad to see this. It was a blessing. People came into their neighborhoods with a, a servant's heart, and I think that makes all the difference. Well, I just, I just, the, the strong, the strength of volunteers Saturday, I was, I was amazed. I was like, my mouth was open. <laughs> I mean, these volunteers would go through weeds, would go through and pick up couches. They didn't care. There was ticks and all kinds of stuff. They were in there throwing stuff in the back of a truck. And you were just, oh, you know, everybody's just going for it. I just couldn't believe the strength that these people had. And it was God that was doing all this. Mm-hmm. These people didn't have to go out there and do all that volunteering and cleaning. That's right. You know, God did that. You know, and, and we we talked to a couple, we had a couple people who were just hauling stuff. To the dump, the city gave us vouchers to, to take it there. We figured that we took somewhere between 18 to 22 tons, 18 to 22 wow. tons 
of debris out of that neighborhood, and there's still some stuff, you know, that needs to be picked up. We ran out of vouchers, actually, you know, but uh, but the and and the, we, we had a couple of object, objectives. One is to clean up the neighborhood. You know, we we went in and said, "What do you guys who live here? What do you want? What do you need?" Well, we want you to get rid of the graffiti. We want you to get rid of the weeds and, and clean up the alleyways. Great, that's that's what we're going to do. So the first thing was we wanted to to clean up the neighborhood. Secondly, uh, we wanted the volunteer to experience the blessing and the truth of it is better to give than to receive. You know, the blessing of going out and and sacrificing something to serve others. And then thirdly, of course, we wanted the neighbors to experience the church firsthand in a way that some of them may have never experienced the church. You know, and maybe they have a new idea of what Jesus Christ is all about now because of this type of uh, this type of activity. So I think all three of those objectives uh, were, were met by God's grace. And, and even though it was a long day and hot, uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. We enjoyed, enjoyed meeting each other. And it was a, a privilege uh, to do so. Well, we have the privilege of being with two uh, of our brothers tonight who aren't just going through the motions of serving, uh, which is what Matthew West sings about in his song, The Motions, which is a huge hit with a powerful message for us all. Let's listen and we'll return on Lighthouse Live. This might hurt, it's not safe, but I know that I've got to make a change. I don't care if I break, at least I'll be feeling something. Cause just okay is not enough. Help me fight through the nothingness of life. I don't wanna go through the motions. Instead of going 
Pastor Mike, Elaine, and our very special guest, Dr. Andy Fletcher and Oren Woods, volunteers here at Advancing Vibrant Communities. And I'll tell you what, you know, going through the motions and, and, and giving it all you've got, you don't want to spend your life thinking, you know, what if I hadn't given everything? And I, I was thinking of Eric Davis in that song, and he gave it all he, all he had, didn't he, Andy? Uh, you know, and, and he didn't at the end of his life, and I was thinking of the service, and, and there were about, oh, my goodness, there were over 200 people wasn't there, Mike, oh, his well service, over that. well was, over that, and, out, and yeah. I was recalling the stories that were told about Eric's life, and he didn't end his life wishing he had given more, because he gave it everything he had, and that's, I, I guess that's what I, I want to do at the end of my life, you know, we all want to hear, well done, don't we, and and uh, I was just thinking about that as, as Matthew was singing that song. You know, great, uh, great line there about uh, wanting God's all-consuming passion inside of me. And I think that's really what it what it takes, you know. As as people reach out and and they love your neighbor as as yourself, uh, you, you get a sense of of God's passion for the hurting. You look at Matthew uh, in that scene where the goats are being uh, uh, separated from the sheep, and and Jesus rehearses all the wonderful things that the sheep did, and they're thinking, "Ah, oh, man, we we messed up. We didn't do all that." And he says, "Yeah, yeah, you did. You know, when you did it to the least of these brothers of mine." You, you, you did it to me. And uh, there's there's no phoniness about it. It's just the real stuff. And, and Oren, I think you really nailed it just a couple of minutes ago. You just just get out of your house. Yes. You know, I mean, God will do the rest. You know, Andy, if, if we can just be available, uh, you know, God will do some mighty things through us. And we're talking about, uh, you know, um, Abby sitting there and our children watching, your daughter, Oren, watching what, what you do. Uh, and we often quote this particular scripture, uh, Elaine, First Peter 2.12, Live such good lives among the unbelievers that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. And that a powerful promise. I mean, the neighbors are watching. Out there uh, Saturday, Warren, the neighbors were watching us. And not to glorify us, but they're getting the message deep down. You know, and uh, as as I was reading some of the comments, the Modesto B did a did an article, very interesting, to see where people are at. Some people are going, "Well, what are you out there whacking weeds for? They're going to grow back." And and other people were going, "Duh, you know, don't you get it? <laughs> you know, it, it, it it's about serving uh, uh, serving people." As uh, Andy, in, in in your life, tell us a little bit about how you've responded to. To God's call to to use your time, treasure, and talents uh, for His purposes. Well, uh, you've introduced me here as Doctor Andy Fletcher, yes. so I'm I, I decided to go into dentistry um, solely at the time back in the early '90s, so I could go behind uh, the iron curtain that used to be up. Wow! And then while I was in school, you know, right afterwards the the curtain came down. Uh, but more importantly, that was a, a call to be ordained. So, you know, 
five years ago now, uh, was a call to be ordained and get the church uh, off off its feet. However, most recently, I'd say the last year, uh, serving as a pastor in the church was fairly easy. I'd say meeting with needs. You have people already coming to the church. They have needs. That was easy. But my... Uh, my young boys that are uh, 16 and 14 now, they were reading a book called Do Hard Things uh, by mm-hmm. the Harris Brothers. And they started with a, a bunch of other teenage boys in our church, and I encouraged them to actually take those words to heart and say, well, let's start doing hard things. So for our family, we decided to make that our family mantra. So last year, I actually stepped down from active ministry in the church because I wanted to see where God was going to stretch me. And one of these areas that you see me now, the reason I'm, the reason ABC is on my homepage, the reason uh, when I hear a need, I think, wow, is this what we're called to do? Is because I'm allowing God to use me and mm. do hard things mm. uh, as a dad and as an example to my boys and then to our family. Um, but one of the big, uh, as you guys were saying, you know, this this workday Saturday, one of the big things we've been sharing as a family has been, uh, it doesn't matter whether anybody sees what you're doing. That's right. It has nothing in that God verse sees. about bringing glory to God. I, I've told my boys, don't let, you know, I, I've expanded upon don't let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. Mm-hmm. I really don't care whether anybody knows right. that I was helping meet a need through ABC, whether I was right. meeting with a family right. after church to, to minister or counsel with them. I, right. I don't need any, we don't need any of the glory. No. We don't, I don't need to. I don't even need the Modesto B to acknowledge exactly. that, that exactly. this ministry was taking place. And if I, if no one gets glory except for God, That's mm-hmm. right. well, then that was successful. You're right. And like we were saying earlier, it may not be, you may not ever hear it now. It may not be till glory mm-hmm. uh, that you, you get recognition. But it doesn't matter. Just go ahead and do it anyway. Amen. Serve for the purpose of serving. And in, even if you get the, the benefit of knowing, hey, I, I, I served, that was a blessing to me. You may not even get that. It may have been hard, hard work. You may may get persecuted for it. It may be miserable all the way through the whole process for you on this side of things. But, you know, I keep telling telling our crew, you know, guys, um, let's bring, let's do hard things, even though it might not be fun. We might move out of our comfort zone. We don't, we don't live in the airport district, but let's go serve. Mm. And that doesn't matter where we live. But, that's where God's working right now, mm-hmm. and that's where we're needed. Mm-hmm. So um, on a more long-term and then short-term personal level, that's how it's been playing out in my life. Uh, but we, we're we constantly looking for ways in which God needs us. And, and again, the more that it's out of my comfort zone, the more I've, I've told my wife more in the last six months going – well, this isn't what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> apparently, this is what God was thinking. He thinks so differently. I mean, than we're we dealing with just different groups yes. of people, and and again, just to be able to share the pure gospel. Uh, a lot of times, mm-hmm. in a situation like you said, you're clearing people's yards, and a, a lot of times, I'll tell people, "Do you think that's why I'm here? Do you really mm-hmm. think that that the reason you and I are talking right now is about?" This weed, you know, say this weed problem in your yard, or this financial issue that you have, or this. You know, I need to tell you something first. Let me remind you again what this good news is. And even for believers, I think we need to be reminded of the good news constantly. Remember what Christ did on our behalf, uh, more so than what we need to do. But just remind what He did on our behalf, and suddenly that motivates us to tell us what we need to do. And you are in very active ministry, Andy. Oh. <laughs> You're very active. Well, I, I just flashed. I, beyond my house, I mean, beyond the eight kids that we have in our house <laughs> and, and our life and then work and then church, I mean, it, it's 
we, we always have something to do. You definitely are and an we, active, we do the next uh, thing. active ministry. So. And, and uh, I just thought about the day you came in with a boatload of diapers oh. and things <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, and that's a simple like, way. That was, so that was something simple, my wife said, you know, you know we, we coupon when we shop. And she said, you know, I got this great deal on diapers. But we, our guys were in bigger sizes. And I, I said, we'll buy more. And I'm sure that I mean we got them, we literally almost walked out of the store with them for free. My wife is like a a coupon great. queen, so it was you know like like the store paid us to Plus take the diapers heart. almost. But then you know then just happened on a whim to call and say, do you need diapers? And, and you know what? Yes, I, I, w- I was thrilled because so many times people will say, well, I need diapers, and that's one item that we don't really get. A lot of, and there you were yeah. at the front door with diapers, and that's why you saw the big smile. Well, I, again, just a, it's I, thinking outside the box, like how yes. how can we do that? And that's right. just a new way yes. to to serve. And we we buy a ton of extra food because we mm. we you know again we're coupon fanatics, but so well, and and you're available, and I think that's that's the key. That's key. And, and Oren, mm. you know, for you, you've uh, if I recall correctly. You know, there are some houses on your block that are that are a little bit testy. I mean, you know, there's some stuff going on, and and you you just kind of <laughs> refuse to sit by and and say all is lost, it's hopeless. Uh, you stepped out and you made a difference. Talk a little bit about the the steps that you took to just make a difference in your own neighborhood. Well, I have a my family, uh, two children. Uh, one of them, Michael, is autistic, so I decided to take an early retirement. And to take care of my boy Michael because one day they found him on the freeway. Uh, so it's time for me to come home and stay home. Uh, so I'm sitting there trying to retire, relax on my porch, and I see the crime that was going through my front door. I could not believe. So I uh, I started becoming a vase uh, uh, volunteer officer, like a code enforcement. Uh, we didn't see uh, everything you could think of. Had like what four raids on houses already, uh, but that that wasn't the point. My our life should be the way our well, how we were raised up, you know, and secured, and it wasn't being secured on my block. So I needed to do that. But on the other hand, I'm looking at the other. Ch- I'm looking at churches. The churches on our block were getting out there, talking to these people, witnessing to these people. So it would just frustrate me to see all that. And I'm glad I met Pastor Mike because I was like, you do what? <laughs> How? What? People, what? You know, I painted churches. I got kicked out of churches for painting churches. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, but I, I, I was, you know, God will give you that person. You don't, mm. you don't, you, I don't know. You can blood, sweat, and tear, but. God will give you. God is listening. He's watching all the time. Amen. He'll give you anything. We we probably we probably got less money in our bank account because I made this move, but I'm full, I'm way overweight. So <laughs> so 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 God is feeding us. All right, we have a night, two nice cars, three cars. I mean, God's going to give you everything you want to. If you, those are blessings. Mm-hmm. God gives you blessings, and I, and I, you know, I don't know why I do. I, I, I know why I do it, but talking about how our kids watch us, but we watch our parents. And my dad was a—he was so blessed in the church. When he passed away, the smile on his face—he see God. Mm-hmm. He, see, you know, and he was quiet. He was—he was a quiet man. 
But he did things behind the scenes with children and everything else. Mm. I mean, you could see it in his face. I, 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 you know, that's the first time I broke down and cried because I, you know, because our family were, my dad was very strong and, you know, he had to raise his own sisters and brothers and, mm-hmm. you know, in the depression era, you know, yes. people have their own ways, you know, but. It's funny. I think uh, growing up, I thought everybody, I thought everybody worked at church on Saturdays. I just thought that's what other families did. Mm. I didn't realize that was <laughs> just a Fletcher family thing. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was the same way. I assumed everybody went down with Go their to dad church three days a week on Saturday morning and worked till the sunset. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We've got some uh, great stories, and we've got more to come with uh, Dr. Andy Fletcher and Orrin Woods right after this. Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22, 39, to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about AVC involves serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community. And in that moment, God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen. And as I saw the setup of the database, I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation. It helps us be more effective. This organization comes along and says, I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs. And then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. AVC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department. Habitat and AVC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others. AVC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. AVC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. AVC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. AVC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. Well, it works. And I I, I believe that as in our companies, as being uh, formerly a businessman in in, in Stanislaus County and and, uh, other counties in the state as as, as well, that uh, our companies were only as, as successful as our weakest link. 
and I believe that to be the same case in our communities and in our cities, that we can only be as much as we're going to be based upon the capacity and the ability of others to participate at an increased level and quality of, of life. You know, some of us can do, donate a little money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life. You know, it's not only hearing it, but it's seeing them and it's being there in person and seeing the, the need that they have and hopefully being able to do something about it. I will tell you, as you know, your chief of police in the city of Modesto, we need your help in the community making a difference. Volunteer, I know we can put you to work. And I, I promise you, if you get involved, you'll feel better. You'll be happier. How can we partner with you to meet the needs of our city? We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing vibrant communities, faith in action, pure, simple, proven effective, carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you. And we do thank you wherever you happen to be listening. Pastor Mike Elaine and our very special guest. We're back with you on Lighthouse Live with Dr. Andy Fletcher and Oren Woods and uh, just celebrating volunteers. And, you know, I, we were talking about uh, the fact that uh, Andy is a, a doctor of dentistry. And, and Oren, I was thinking about uh, what you did before you oh, moved to there. the Modesto area. And, and you, built, uh, you built, built homes in the San Francisco area. Uh, built some fabulous homes over there, and uh, you want to talk a, a little bit about a little bit about what you did. Building you... a twenty million dollar house is, you know, no big a, deal. A walk in the park. <laughs> a jack of... I, I figured that I I have these these skills, these talents, but what there's it, no good if I'm sitting there watching Oprah all day. Yeah. <laughs> Eating bonbons. You know, it doesn't help out. And I'm teaching my and I'm teaching my ten year old daughter, and she's out there digging down pipes and and stuff for the elderly out here. So and they're looking at her like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but but the, the, the a child will do it because they mm -hmm. want to do that. Yes. They want to be by their parents. That's right. Kids don't want to be away from their parents. They want to be with their parents. They want to do what they're doing. So I said, here's a shovel, baby. But, uh, yeah, electrical, plumbing, all that kind of stuff. I found a house that was going to catch on fire soon enough. It was already smoldering. The electrical wires were already sparking. It's old. Uh, if you People out there right now, if you have an old home, uh, get a, a respectable volunteer organization or something because you can't afford it and have them come out and do a, a service check on your house. It don't, it don't take that much, but... It does only take a second to burn your house down. Mm -hmm. And these old pipes, they clog up. So don't be proud. And, uh, my house is better than the other house. It's not. It's old. So safety is one thing. They want, want you to be able to stay alive for a little longer. You okay? bet. Um, so that's what i done. So that's what I've been doing. And, I got so much stuff in my backyard I want to get rid of. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you made that connection with Pastor Mike at that meeting, and you let us know all of the talents and skills that you have, you took those and you started serving the people in the Modesto area by doing just those very things. Yeah, uh, Elaine was calling me up, and I was like, <laughs> "It's on." 
I mean, I mean, it was it's fun. I'm still working on their houses, but uh, a lot of stuff has to be free donated stuff. Uh, it's amazing how a lot of people don't, uh, a lot of uh, organizations don't give out a lot of free stuff. But there's a lot of stuff that volunteers that do give a lot of stuff out. Mm-hmm. Stores and stuff is still too high for the elderly uh, on their social security income to, you know, to buy things. So. Uh, this is a great ministry right here, uh, ABC. Uh, if anybody sends stuff because they need it, people need need beds. They need all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's 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 this this is the this is the time to do it. If there's any time to do it, this is the time to do it. Oranges very quickly, and we're bumping the clock a little bit. We got about two or three minutes left. We were talking during the break about the effect of the volunteers being out there, again, about 400 volunteers in the airport uh, neighborhoods. Uh, talk about the effect on the people in the neighborhoods as they were watching these volunteers. Like, what did you see? Well, like I said, it's confidence. It's a confidence building to see there's people that don't even know you is cleaning up your front of your house or your alley. Mm. There, I mean, it's it was shocking to me. I mean, I, I had goosebumps. I still got goosebumps right now, even talking about it, because <laughs> it's it's it, it just seems like it's not. If if you're if you're from if you're looking from the outside looking in, it doesn't seem that way. But when you're in there and you're and you're, and you're watching everything and you're hands on, you're talking to people that volunteer and that they they love that. That I bet you this Saturday no one will be around. I bet you people in the back of their alley cleaning up their backyard. Mm-hmm. And I'll go over there and drive around and take pictures of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean that's that, I mean it 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 brought a smile to them. Their faces they were they were aging as they as we were driving up. But when we left, they were smiling mm. and they were happy. You know, they were happy that somebody did care. And that's and that's the best time to witness to somebody about God is when uh, they're all ears and all open to a person with warmth. You know, somebody that comes out. That cares about you, Amen. You know, and that's the that's the whole purpose of me even doing this is because of God. You bet, Amen. Andy. What encouragement would you give to people right now? Well, uh, I would say uh, it doesn't take much to uh, take part. Uh, even like I said, a small church like ours, you find where God's already working. Perhaps in our community, uh, ABC is a great resource. We don't have everything that we we need maybe in our church our size but we can we sure have partnered here and been able to participate and on an individual basis it doesn't take much amen sometimes it just takes a twin bed that you have sitting on the side of your house and you can drive that over and get it to someone who needs it we so thank you for all that you do all that you are both of you andy oren god bless both of you and your families And and dear friends at home, wherever you may be listening, we thank you for listening. May God continue to bless you as you love your neighbors, as you love yourselves.